Hello, beautiful beings of light, and welcome back to another episode of Expand with yours truly, Elizabeth April. So, today I want to talk about hate. Like, let's just do it. Let's just talk about all of the nasty, gnarly commentary from all of the keyboard warriors that are going on around the world. It doesn't even matter if you are a public person. You most likely have experienced some form of either observing hater comments or troll comments or participating, not saying that you are the troll, but but participating in sort of a back and forth battle on a comment thread or what have you. And then maybe some of you are actually in the more of the public eye or on social media and you've received hate. I, I feel like probably most of you have, even if it's just a, a personal account. Everyone loves to talk. And we are in this day and age where everyone wants to share their opinion. And what I find anyway is the most polarizing opinions are usually the ones that garner the most amount of attention, whether that be good attention or bad attention. This is kind of the dynamic that we're in, which honestly sucks because everyone's opinion or perspective or comment that is kind of right, even keel, right down the middle, not super bad, not super good. They just kind of get looked over. They just kind of get washed over. They're just like blending in, you know, whereas the main comment threads on no matter what the topic is on, it's going to create that sort of energy. So I want to maybe backtrack and talk about my experience with trolls and haters online. So of course, like the industry that I'm in is such that it's not a widely accepted topic. Like none, nothing that I've ever talked about has been widely accepted or honestly even understood. It's kind of like, this is not the case, but this is a good example It's kind of like I'm coming from the future, maybe even 20 years in the future, 50 years in the future, and I understand dynamics in a different way. And then I go back, you know, 20, 50 years in the past, and I'm trying to teach these dynamics to a civilization, right? And most of the time when I receive kind of hater comments, It is usually like gaslighting or a complete projection from where they're at in their own life, uh, or it's completely a misunderstanding, like altogether. And this used to really affect me. I remember when I was doing the online circuit, I wasn't actually on YouTube. I wasn't online at all at that time. I think this was maybe 20... 13, 2014, 2015, like right before YouTube in 2016. And I was doing these conferences. And in one of my very first conferences, I think it was Alien Con Toronto, I got interviewed by these really just young kids who had this uh, YouTube channel. And they set up the lighting and the cameras. And I thought it was pretty cool because I'd never really been interviewed before. So I did this, I don't know, I think it was like a 10-minute clip of me talking about what's possible when we unlock our DNA and, and, and all of those things. And because the video was backlit and my hair was kind of a mess, 
I literally looked like an insane person. Like it was like, it was kind of like a creepy setting, but that video that was really entitled girl who was abducted speaks out or something like that. It got like 150,000 views. And for me to just not even be online, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I get to teach people about what I know (laughs) and I get to reach people online. Then, of course, I mosey on down to the comments of the video. Thousands upon thousands of comments that were, I would say, 95% troll, hater, like really messed up things like, this girl needs to be on medication. Guys, this isn't even fair. Like, she's clearly mentally ill. Like, really just being concerned for me, whereas I'm talking about, you know, abductions and and what we can experience and how powerful we are and all of that, right? And and I guess it, you know, maybe sounds a little bit like illusions of grandeur. Like, I, I can see that perspective. And then it got really twisted in the comments. Some guy actually took a screenshot of me in the video, and this is so disturbing, I guess in paint or whatever that, you know, program is, drew a green alien dick going into my third eye and made some sort of heinous comment about getting fucked in the third eye. And I mean, now I look back on it and I actually think it's quite funny and like I totally actually get that sentiment. But it was devastating. Like, after I read some of those comments, I cried and I cried and I cried and I couldn't sleep for like three nights. I contacted these brothers or whoever was doing this YouTube channel and I said, look, guys, like, the comments are really brutal and like, I just don't want to be a part of this video and and can you just take it down? And they said, look, like, this is one of our most popular videos, and it's really drawing a lot of people to our channel, obviously. And uh, we're not going to take it down, but we will take off the comments and remove your name from the title, even though I think the name was still embedded in the video itself. But that's just a very small, you know, one-time sort of experience that I had with that kind of hate. And of course, the bigger that you get, the more you become a target, the more haters you have, and so on and so forth. So I can't say that I'm a complete robot. And some of those comments, especially the really serious ones, you know, some of the super outlandish ones are like, okay, bro, like whatever. And I say bro, because it's usually men, like, let's be real. But yeah, I mean, I would be remiss to say that I wasn't affected in some way by these comments, especially about the vaccine. And I mean, it is such a contentious world out there. It is such a polarizing dynamic that it's it's kind of difficult sometimes for me to just kind of speak what's on my mind and how I really feel about things. And I know that deep down, I do speak the words of a lot of people and what they're thinking, but what I hear back from people is, uh, you're killing people uh, with your beliefs, and how could you, and you're officially dark side Illuminati. I mean, it goes on and on. And some of that stuff really does affect me. So sometimes I don't read the comments of some of the really super fringy videos that I do about reptilians, about this, about that. 
I just don't read the comments because I'm worried that it's going to be a lot of stuff that, look, the biggest thing is I don't want to be thinking that a topic is untouchable based on how people perceive it or how at least some people, the loudest people perceive it, right? So I really want to keep my perception clear about that, you know, so I don't have to tiptoe around topics that I'm worried that people are not going to like. I really have to maintain my fortitude in speaking my truth. And that's why I say often, you know, take or leave any of this. But yeah, I do get affected every once in a while. However, however, for the most part, where I'm at, no matter what the comment is, I am able to understand that person's perception because I've been there before too. I've been in the conspiracy hole. I've been in the, you know, all of the the questioning and all of the agendas and all of the dark nefarious aspects of society, all of the puppeteers and the puppets and the Illuminati and the projection and the false light. And I mean, all of, it's such a confusing world to be in just to circle around that. And then you're accusing everyone, you know, of being awful or whatever. And I know that that's where a lot of people are coming from. They're actually coming from a, a a place in their heart of, wow, like, you know, you're, this is what they believe anyway. You're spreading disinformation and I don't want that to affect anyone else from getting the real information. Like, really, they believe that where they're coming from is a really clear place of like, I want to make sure that this crazy person doesn't affect normal people. Once again, I get that. Like when I learned about these dinosaur beings and the Illuminati and this shadowy government, I literally thought anyone on TV ever was a reptilian shapeshifter. Now I understand it's actually not the case at all. They're kind of all cogs in a wheel. They're all parts of of the system, but they aren't the system themselves. And, you know, it's funny because when I get accused of the things that I used to accuse people of back in the day, you know, I can't help but first of all, just say, I'm glad that you're questioning things, like really, truly, but then have compassion for, I totally get where you're at. And it's kind of a, it's a limited place to be because there is this feeling that everyone out there is a part of this organization and it's pretty corrupt and evil. Have you ever wanted to talk to interdimensional beings? Have you ever wondered why humans are so important and what your mission is right now today? Well, look no further. Every month, I host a workshop where I channel members from the Galactic Federation of Light and ask them some of the most important questions humanity has ever asked. Join the Galactic Federation Summit today. Tickets for $11 can be found on my website, elizabethapril.com. And if someone's like, hey, Elizabeth, you're the Illuminati, there's nothing that I can do or say to prove to anyone that I'm not, other than remind them that their own intuition is their greatest navigational force into understanding what is right and what is wrong for them, what is in your highest vibration and what is in your lowest vibration. And that really takes a strong amount of tuning in and also navigating the different frequencies, the polarizing frequencies, the light and the dark. 
if you've only ever experienced the disillusioned reality of ignorance, and then you wake up to darkness and it's all just dark, of course you're going to say, oh, well, you know, because you have these this following or because you're like kind of on the fringe that way, you must be spreading disinformation. What I realize now is that there's good and bad in every field. Just because you're a firefighter doesn't make you a good person, right? We, we would all want to assume that firefighters and police officers and what have you are good people, but they're just not. You know, we would all love to assume that psychics or channelers or people who have access to the information beyond would actually be responsible with that access and be good vibes, but they're not. That is the truth. They are just not everyone in this field is good vibes, you know, and it's sad to say, but there can't be that blanket statement on either end. And so to be speaking about things that are just not quote unquote normal is going to garner a lot of pushback. And so the number one thing that I have is compassion for the people who are at that place where they're really projecting their beliefs into my community. And uh, I try and teach the community not to fight these people back, right? And uh, what I actually like to do, and I've told my moderation team this uh, quite a number of times, even though they all have their own, you know, uh, free will as moderators, but I basically tell them, you know, if someone's commented something uh, negative or maybe an alternate perspective to the video of what I'm saying, leave it up there. Like really, because there's got to be other people who are also thinking that same thing. And then maybe that can start a discussion. And maybe someone who's on a different angle or, or seeing a different perspective can step in and help bring clarity, right? If all we're doing is holding back or hiding or deleting comments and blocking people, which I think is ridiculous, right? I, I do say, though, if the comment is of harm, like if it's just kind of a crude comment, with a lot of swearing and, you know, disturbing things, just like the dick in the third eye, right? Um, <laughs> then delete it, right? It's just distracting. But if it's a negative comment associated with the content, but it's actually a valid comment, please leave it up there. Um, because I really respect and value that perspective too. And I want people to question the content. Of course I do. That is so, so important. In this reality that we have, this online world that we have, where everything is already pretty fucking fake. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, it's funny. Like, I know some couples who are having some major struggles and yet all they're posting on social media is these beautiful professional pictures of being a couple. And I think to myself, this is bullshit. Like, be real. That realness, okay, is going to get you far greater support and it's going to garner an authentic, real community rather than just saying everything's all butterflies and rainbows all the time in my life. Look at me, I'm traveling places and I've got money to spend and I'm in these amazing relationships. It's bullshit. And, and, and I really hope that this younger generation is going to be able to sift through the bullshit within this social media, these social media platforms. It is really important. So not only do you have the projection of the platforms itself and the people using the platforms, but then you have this peachy world of, oh, wow, I get to delete comments, you know, and there's some platforms and programs that don't even allow you to delete comments, like Amazon, for example. 
I love that. I think it's important to read the negative comments. Someone on Amazon, they commented or reviewed my book and they said, this book reads like a 13-year-old trying to create a cult. And I, and that makes me laugh. Like once again, like I thought that was an amusing comment. I don't think that they meant to be funny, to be honest. But the thing about that comment is 70 other people liked it, <laughs> which is fascinating. Like it's just like human culture is just so fascinating. And what I would like, what I would really love is for those people to read the book and then really give it a real review rather than maybe just reading the first couple of free pages on Amazon. It gets pretty deep. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I could have written it at 13, and I definitely wasn't trying to create a cult by any means. But it's just really fascinating, the psychology and the sentiment of people. And there's tons of psychology around herd mentality. You know, people just want to hate just because they want to hate something, right? And I get that. And you know what? I've come to this realization as well that when I really trigger someone, like when I was much smaller, I had a much smaller audience, it felt like I had way more haters. And I think I think I have way more haters today than I ever have before. But I think in the past, because I was so tuned in, so glued to every comment, every audience member, I was very hyper aware of those people who were the haters, who were the trolls to come on. But I also realized that they are here in this moment attracted to my content for a reason. Maybe they're deeply religious. Maybe they grew up in a different environment. Maybe they've been scorned by a freaking channeler before. I don't blame them, right? But wherever they're coming from, they're coming from a tainted view and they're projecting that view into my content. And like I said, I appreciate that perspective. But what I've noticed, especially at the beginning with that smaller audience is there would be certain trolls or certain haters, I don't know what to call them, I guess trolls is better than, than the word hater, but there'd be certain trolls that came in and they would really disrupt the live video, right, in the live comment section. And it's funny because I had my assistant Lauren at the time moderating these comments and she would tell me, she's like, oh girl, there was this guy and he was trying to distract everyone and dispute everything that you said. And then by the end of it, his comments were like, oh, yeah, true. I can see that, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's happened a couple of times with these trolls. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I really believe that they're there for a reason. And the trigger within them is because what I'm saying is so heinous, so next level, so extra, so obscure from coming from their reality that it pushes every ounce of what they think and believe into just a new direction. And I love that. And of course, that's going to be triggering. And of course, I've been triggered many times before by being pushed. And I'm grateful for those triggers every single time. So what do I have to say to the haters? I have to say thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for questioning the narrative. Thank you for utilizing your discernment. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for engaging. Like, thank you for just being there. And I've actually heard uh, there's a true crime YouTuber that I watch. And she, she said, she's like, oh, thank you to all the trolls, which is funny because this person is literally just relaying a true crime story. And even they are getting trolled which is ridiculous. It's like, 
yo, don't shoot the messenger, but there's always someone there to shoot them, right? It's, it's kind of funny. And it also puts things into perspective for me. But what she says is, great, go ahead, comment, hate on the video, because either way, and she also said, like, give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, because either way, it helps the engagement of the video. And I think I was watching a Vice documentary or something, and they were talking about going viral, or maybe it was an explained show. And they said that the number one characteristic of viral videos is something that is polarizing, something that is triggering, which is pretty wild, you know, and it makes a lot of sense in my mind. And I think for such a long time, I wanted to be in the middle. I wanted to please everyone. I wanted to make everyone happy. And I think as an empath, we all want to do that. We all want to make sure everyone feels comfortable and everyone feels heard and everyone feels, you know, accounted for. But that's just not the reality of this dimension, of this frequency. We can't just make sure everyone's included all the time. We can't please everyone. So are you going to tiptoe around what you think people are going to interpret you as? Or are you just going to be your fucking self? And that's the conclusion that I had to make. Not too long ago, actually, is, you know what? If people don't like this, unsubscribe. Go for it. Please do. Because just like I mentioned before, getting rid of that old energy is just making way for brand new energy. And I got ridiculed. I've been ridiculed. I get ridiculed still today on my beliefs around the vaccine and how we are powerful enough to transmute any energy, any physical thing. And people are up in arms. And I get that because we've been programmed, whether it's alternative news or actual news media, we've been programmed to believe that, you know, if you don't get the vaccine, you die. And if you get the vaccine, you die. So cool. Great. Double-edged sword. How about no matter what I choose to do, I am powerful enough to override the negative effects and consequences of it. When you put it that way, you know, it's like you either believe that you're that powerful or you don't. And I remember that after I got persecuted, like literally, it was probably 1,500 comments of just complete misunderstanding me because I made a comment that, you know, traveling back into Canada... I would have to get the vaccine. And I'm sure even that statement, making it again, I'm going to get tons of negative comments on this video that was not even about that. And the video that I was, you know, in and where I made that comment wasn't even about that. All of the comments were about that statement. And then I did another video. It's called 5D in the V. And uh, in 20 minutes, I explained, look, you guys, you, you completely took that comment out of context. I have not changed my belief. I'm not all of a sudden a freaking Illuminati puppet because I'm saying, go get the vaccine. I would never tell you what to do, ever. If you know my content, you know that, right? But ultimately, I believe that we are powerful enough to override the negative effects of 5G radiation, of eating meat, of chemtrails in the sky, of fluoride in our water. I believe that we are powerful enough to override heavy metals that we ingest every single day. And you're, you guys are all rah, rah, rah. Yeah, I believe that too. Until I say, I believe that we're powerful enough to override the negative effects of the V, right? And all of a sudden, it's a different story. And it's not. I've never changed my beliefs. So I just want to tell you, please stay firm. 
stay strong in what you believe. After I did that video, 5D in the V, I had all these people apologize and say, I'm so sorry, EA. I didn't really understand, you know, that comment that you made and I took it out of context and I was really mean in some of my comments to you. And I don't need to hear the apology and I'm sure lots of people didn't apologize um, and they were really mean, like really super mean and that's okay because I understand where they're coming from, right? And and so what I mentioned in that 5D and the V video is like, if you don't believe that you're powerful enough and that is my main basis, foundational belief of everything that I teach, then please unsubscribe. This channel is clearly not for you. And there are plenty of other channels with alternative news and, and other theories and, and aspects of the V and how dangerous and bad and fucked up it is. And I'm not saying that it isn't. Go watch those channels. I am here to teach you beyond the fear, right? So what I have to say to you, no matter where you're at in life, you're going to experience some sort of rhetoric, some sort of polarity, some sort of resistance online. And I want to tell you, stay firm in yourself. You are here to be you. You're not here to align to someone else's beliefs or projections just because they are louder than you are. All right. So don't stay quiet because other people are louder. Don't suppress and hold back because you believe that other people don't think the same way. You will find your community. You will find your group. You will find the people who believe in what you believe in because you are here for a reason. You could be a part of that community or you could be a leader of that community. All right? So please stay firm. And regardless of what happens online, you're here for a reason. We need you now more than ever to really find that inner strength, find that power and uh, lead the way. It's go time, and I am ready. Until next time, as always, thank you for being here. I will see all of you, hopefully, <laughs> in the fifth dimension frequency or in the third dimension in the comments of this podcast episode. I'm sure I'll see a couple of you in those comments. But either way, I love you all, and I really do appreciate both aspects of this polarizing reality. Thank you.